We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. A lot going on in D.C. Like, I mean, I don't even know why I have to say that. I mean, it's like, when is there not anything going on? Like, July? I don't know. So hot, everyone gets out of town. David Lightman, McClatchy, D.C., joining us. Uh, what do you want? You, you want to go debt ceiling or documents? You give me which D you want. Uh, debt ceiling. <sighs> um, you know, it's funny because this is a fairly slow week in Washington, but this debt ceiling thing, um, it, there's two ways to look at this. One is that right, what you got right now, and I don't mean to minimize the importance of this, but what you got right now politically is posturing, where the Treasury Department says yesterday we are now taking extraordinary measures uh, we can go through June 5th or something. Uh, if, we, if something isn't done, then we could default, the economy will collapse, the global economy, et cetera, et cetera. And the Republicans are saying, no, the American people elected us to cut spending, to be fiscally responsible, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to hear this. This is January. You're going to be hearing versions of this for the next five, six months. Right. Because Ju- June is the date, right, that it really is an yeah, issue? Exactly. And so... All this rhetoric, and we'll see how the markets react. I know the markets this week have been down, but and I'm no analyst, but as far as I can tell, they've been down not because of this. They've been down because, well, because the Fed's going to meet next uh, January 31st, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of this is political posturing, okay? But something's got to be done here, and we've been down this road before, and it usually ends with this brinkmanship and even government shutdowns and. All kinds of things. Uh, we've not defaulted on the debt, and I don't think we will this time. And there's all kinds of things that could happen. This is what we're going to be watching for. The House, the Republicans only have a four-seat majority, which means if all the Democrats stick together and can pick off you know, a couple of the Republicans, they can get, take care of this thing in the House. Right. And it wouldn't shock me if that happens. That's number one. Number two, we've seen deals cut before, you know, back. 10, 12 years ago when this came up. And I remember Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, devised a scheme where you would have a debt ceiling increase, I don't know, three times over the next X number of years or something. Anyway, whatever it was, it worked. So this is going to happen, and it's going to happen all year, not just with the debt ceiling. It's going to happen with the budget and so forth. So although this is a serious thing, I wouldn't panic at this point and see it for what it is politically. Well, you know, and it must be pointed out. I mean, I, I believe, forgive me if I'm wrong, these, this debt ceiling thing is really about paying for things that have already sort of happened or been done. I mean, I think I'm all for the conversation of cutting spending, but that's more should be from like current legislation forward, correct? Right. Well, that's part of the Democrats' argument here, and it's a solid one. In 2017, a Republican-controlled Congress enacted Donald Trump's tax cuts, right? And that's one reason the revenue is not coming in the way it may have. Well, there's your deficit. That's what you're paying for. Exactly. It's somebody uh, had a good analogy. You put something on your credit card, you got to pay it off. You're not dealing here with what you're going to put on your credit card. So, uh, 
I feel like it's deja vu. Like yeah. we've been through this several times, and here we go again. Yeah, someone blinks, and then it was all exactly. I, mean, I feel the, the, I feel worse for the journalists in D.C. because they know that ultimately something's going to be resolved. So they just got to see who who, bling, uh, who blinks first. You know, I, look, I love the intrigue. I love that stuff. But uh, this, like I say, I've been my God, I've been through it for forty years. <laughs> You know, we're talking with David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. here on Brian and Company. And, you know, the document issue, I mean, obviously you have to treat both, you know, Biden and Trump the same way. So the special counsel makes a lot of sense. I mean, ultimately, we don't have any idea what any of the documents were. I mean, if it's like a, a thank you note from, you know, I don't know, Macron, that's a lot different than, you know, the codes. So we don't have any idea of the severity of, you know, on either side. But now this argument that... The documents were in Biden's home and Hunter slept at the house so he could have had access to the documents and used the documents. Da, da, da. Like, I mean, the the conspiratorial rabbit hole has already been breached underneath. I mean, it's... it's oh, it's uh, absolutely. Uh, what was the one the other day on... Uh, they showed Hunter Biden driving the Corvette with two people in the car. Now, he the photo was like 10 years old or something, but, oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, as you say, the proper way to look at this is we don't know what's in these documents. You're right. Also, this false equivalence here has been pointed out a million times. I mean, Trump resisted giving documents, and they had to call in the FBI and raid his home. Biden, as far as we can tell, has willingly given over the documents. The only question is why it took them till January to let us know that. But Right. Well, a lot of people say they could have done this before the election, too. Exactly. November 2nd, they discovered them. The election was the 8th. Exactly. Or why didn't they do it November 15th or whatever? So there are a lot of questions there as well. But as you say, we don't know. But the politics of this has just exploded. And as you know, look, in politics, image uh, means a lot. Uh, People don't – people aren't stupid, but they don't have the time to go into all the nuances and read the 1,200-word stories that we write, you know, that sort of thing. So as you say, what we got here now is – document a document fight and each side is spinning it like mad and i don't know where this is going to come out i suspect in the end issues such as the economy crime ukraine debt ceiling are going to dominate uh i don't want to say it's a sideshow but i suspect that's what's going to happen i mean look back six seven years ago when we had hillary clinton's emails uh were a big battle and the reason that became important wasn't so much the content of the emails. It was what she tried to do with them. You know, she laughed about it. She apparently may have tried to put it off, that kind of thing. And I think that's what's going to determine this, the politics of it. Yeah, no doubt. David Lightman, McClatchy, D.C., joining us here on Brian and Company and WTIC News Talk 1080, you know, perusing McClatchy, D.C. I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I know that Congressman Stubbe had, a, had an accident. He fell 25 feet from a ladder. Isn't incredible. I know. Amazing, the guy's still still going. Oh my goodness! What else is on there that you want people to know about? Well, Congress comes back full blast next week, and I think what's going to dominate the news, other than the debt ceiling and document talk, is who's going to get investigated and when. <laughs> I mean, the House is coming out of the gate, you know, with fire in its eyes, and already there have been a couple things. But what's going to be the first hearing? Is it going to be Hunter Biden? Is it going to be the withdrawal from Afghanistan? Is it just going to be this explosion of hearings and allegations and so on and so forth? Get ready, because that's going to be just, you know, subpoenas are going to be flying. 
We'll know more about that uh, early next week, I think, when Congress returns full blast. Now, let me ask you this really quickly. When there's some big sort of Jim Jordan-led hearing that all the cable nets pick up, does legislation and other stuff stop, or is all that stuff going on concurrently? Oh, no, it's going to go on concurrently. The history, when one party takes over a chamber, like Republicans are doing now, you get a wild couple of months because it's all this sort of pent-up uh, demand, if you will. Look, you already had, in, this, in the one week they met, you had uh, legislation to knock out the 87,000 IRS agents. You had an abortion bill being passed by the House. When they come back, get ready. They're going to pass legislation left and right. But what often happens here is that after Easter, it tends to slow down because that's the legislative process. Oh, I want to ask so, you real quick, because we're up against the clock, that IRS thing, if it passes the House, though... Mm-hmm. Then it's it, does it still have to pass the Senate and go through oh, yeah, conference committee? Yeah. And then, so it's not gonna it's not gonna go through, right? No, so, okay. no, not not as long as the Democrats are in charge. Got it. No. Okay. All right, David. Nope. It's um, interesting stuff. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll talk again next week. I hope. All right, the great David. Yeah, we. You always say that. I don't like when you say that. We, <laughs> well, you may not want me next week. <laughs> no, huh? no, no. I, don't, I feel like this is like I just yeah. We'll see you next week. Of course we will. <laughs> Thanks, David. Look forward to it. Thanks. Uh, David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.